Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alrighty, welcome back to episode 137 of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Um, got a guest coming on today's show. We're going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, what is it time to panic for Chiefs fans? We also got our first bye week of the NFL uh, this week, week six. There's four teams on a bye, so first bye week. Teams start to panic. Where fantasy managers start to panic about who they're going to sit, who they're going to start. Give you a little bit of a sit, a sit stardom. But let's kick off the show with an idea that Travis had with some contenders and pretenders. And I thought we could do this for both the NFL and college football because I think it's a it's a kind of both. I mean, you can look at the standings right now in the NFL and be like, that team shouldn't be this record. They're not going to make it. And same thing with college. You can look at the rankings and do, and do the same thing. So we're going to kick off first with NFL. Let's go to college first. College first. Fresh, not the, the non-freshest in our memories uh, since Saturday. Um, all right. Georgia unanimous number one. I would say that that's probably a lock. <laughs> I I honestly don't see who's going to take down Georgia. No. Uh, everyone, even myself, questioned their offense like at the beginning of the year after the first couple games. Because that's what they were last year. Their defense was amazing. Their offense was meh. Uh, not the case. I think that they're the best of the best. I absolutely, I absolutely do as well. If, if I look at the top five, I mean, obviously those five teams. Cincinnati, I'm not going to call them a pretender. I think they deserve a shot at the playoff. They did their job. They, they've won the games they needed to win. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Indiana. You know, they scheduled those big power five uh, matchups in their non-con because they play in a weaker conference. Um, so as long as they coast out and they can make a one out, uh, I, I think they, just, they, they, they deserve a shot there. They don't have a shot at the championship, though. They, I mean, yeah, they don't. But they, I don't think they'll drop. I don't think it's possible for them to drop in the standings uh, if they went out. I don't think so either. Uh, I actually do think Oklahoma is a, is a pretender. I really do. Oklahoma even, with their, even with Caleb Williams? They let up. How many fucking points did Texas on Saturday? They did let up a lot, but I think, uh, I mean, I'm assuming Spencer Rattler era is over with. Uh, yeah, for really all you, uh, have to. for all you people who put a future on Spencer Rattler to win the Heisman, might as well light that ticket on fire. Yeah, just count that as a loss. Uh, you almost have to roll with him moving forward. And if that's the case, I think he puts them in a much better chance for their offense to be on the field more. So we'll see. I'm not. I'm not going to call them pretender yet just because I want to see. But, I mean, then again, their next matchups are TCU, uh, Kansas, and Texas Tech. So, Okay. Uh, I still think Alabama's a contender despite their loss to Texas A&M. They lost way too early in the year. 
Uh, they'll find a way to squeak, to squeak back in there. But the problem is, is they'll have to play Georgia in the SEC championship game at the end of the year, and I do not see them beating Georgia. So uh, I don't think so either. I mean, I'm not going to call them a pretender because they're Alabama, but I do think that with the way uh, things are going for them, that there might be another loss in their schedule. Yeah, their defense really is struggling right now, so uh, they still probably have to play Auburn. That's a losable game, I guess. They're, they're, and I mean, it is at home, but we'll see what Tennessee does this weekend. But they look pretty good too. Yeah, Tennessee does look does look really really good right now. But then you look at the Big Ten, and they have one, two, three, four teams in the top ten. Iowa's number two, Ohio State's number six, who I think is the worst of the four. And then, oh, sorry, they got five. They got Penn State at seven. Michigan at eight and Michigan State at ten. Yeah, um, and you still have. I mean, I I absolutely think uh, Ohio State is a pretender. Mm-hmm. Not not a big fan of their quarterback. Not a big fan of what they're able to do on offense, given the fact that they have outscored their opponents by like a thousand the last few weeks. Uh, but whenever it comes to playing good competition, they struggle, and that's going to continue to be the case. I think. I think they have a bye this week, though. Yeah, Ohio State is the kings of playing down to their opponent and you absolutely cannot do that in college football honestly out of those teams what who i really like a lot a lot a lot a lot is michigan state i've been how michigan state all year long they have a good running game kenneth walker the third is a stud um, i think besides iowa they're the next big 10 team in my opinion that poses a threat to crack that top four uh long way to go they're six to know though i don't know though we'll see because i think I think Michigan's a very, very solid team. Then uh, they play each other on Halloween weekend. Uh, so we got we're gonna have some fire Big Ten matchups coming up. Uh, Iowa and Iowa and Penn State obviously already play each other. Has Ohio State played any? Ohio State's five and one. Who did they lose to? They lost to Oregon. Okay, they lost to Oregon, so they haven't even gone through their gauntlet of the Big Ten schedule yet. They probably still have to play Penn State. They probably they have they to play still Penn play. State, uh, Michigan State, and Michigan. That's amazing. They have three top 10 matches in the future. Now, if they win two out of those three, I'll call Ohio State a contender. But with two losses at that point, it's kind of hard. You'd have to go 3-0. going to be tough. Uh, And then Penn State, on the other hand, not sure what you're wanting to call them. They still have Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. Yeah, again. Those three matchups, the matchups between those three schools are going to be phenomenal. Uh, to end the year, and they're really going to shake things up in the uh, playoff and bowl game scenario. Who does Who does Iowa have? I, I'm sure Iowa has to play some of those teams too. Iowa looking- has got uh, no no ranked teams. Purdue, so Iowa- Wisconsin, Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska. They will finish 12 and 0. They will. So then you're looking at. I forget. I don't know. I can't remember how the Big Ten divisions line up, but. They'll probably have to play one of these other teams: Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. They will play. They're in the they're in the very very weak side. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State are all in the same. Man, they're gonna be. They're gonna. I was in one with nobody. They're gonna beat each other up because then you look at like I said, Michigan State, and Michigan are both six and zero. Penn State and Ohio State are both five and one. Penn Ohio State's undefeated in Big Ten play. Uh, so yeah, some contenders and pretenders. I'm going to go ahead and call Michigan's Oregon's out. Oregon's a pretender. There's no yeah. Pac-12 is not going to make it. I they had a shot. For you. Yeah. Scenario: What happens? Uh, Iowa goes go does finish out the season. Goes 12 and 0. 
lose the Big Ten championship? Are they in? Depends on what the SEC looks like. If, if Alabama goes to the SEC championship game and Alabama beats Georgia and you have Alabama and Georgia sitting at 12-1 and one too, I mean, what do you do there? What do you do? What do you do? Do you, I mean, I, yeah, unfortunately you do. <laughs> you do. I mean, you have to. I'm sorry. Yeah, so. I mean, it seems like seems like the most logical choice. Uh, that's it. I mean, we really don't need to go outside the top 10. Uh, actually, maybe Kentucky. No, pretenders, 1,000%. Think they're so? Right, they're riding a heater. They're about to get fucking smacked this week. We're about to find out. I uh, We'll talk about that on Degenerates Digest. Actually, no, we won't because – uh, well, you can you can throw it in there. I, I have a couple college picks I'm gonna throw in there. Okay, but anyway, I mean, I feel like everyone's gonna be hammering, so I don't know. Uh, Kentucky yeah, plus twenty three and a half. I'll, I'll stay away from it. I've seen what Georgia can do. If anything in that game, I'm, I'm I like the under because both defenses have been solid this year. But the under is forty four and a half, which is low. It is wow. low, but but Georgia's averaging like a, they're allowing like eight points a game or something crazy like that this year. Five and a half. It's stupid. Like it's dumb. Five and a half. It's dumb, bro. Like the under. I'm telling you. Like if there's anything I'm betting that game, it's the under. But they Five. both score in the 30s, so it's like. Yeah, but who's Kentucky it, play? I hate betting unders in college football because of the way the clock works. That's true. That's true. So we'll talk more about that in Degenerous Digest. Let's roll into contenders, pretenders in the NFL. Um, you look at the standings. I mean, got a lot of teams that are up there that I think should not be. The record is not is not indicative of how good or bad they are. One of those teams for me, I think a giant pretender, and I said it at the beginning of the season, and I'm going to keep writing it. I still think my under on their season total wins is going to hit, and that's the Carolina Panthers. I don't. I'm I'm a little nervous on the under on the on the win total, but they did show this past weekend uh, just how bad they really were. Sam Darnold finally five finally. picks in the last two weeks. Finally showing his true colors and against the Cowboys and Eagles who aren't really known to have great defenses. I know the Cowboys and Trayvon Diggs have been tearing it up, but Eagles, I mean, they had that, they had all the opportunity in the world to put that game away and they couldn't do it because Sam Darnold can't throw the ball. Uh, the only thing that helps is that they literally have probably one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. If not the easiest, I'm not even looking at like a ranking, but they have the Vikings, Giants, Falcons. So easy games. Patriots, which is semi-tough. Cardinals, Washington football team, Dolphins, Falcons. I mean, that's so easy. But then they yeah. finish out with a gauntlet. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I still think they're pretenders, um, 1,000%. Oh, I do too. But uh, team season total under, I don't know. Yeah, that might be tough. That might be tough. Um do you, do you have another pretender that you want to throw out there? I have one that's at the top of their division. Oh, do you? Yep. The Baltimore Ravens? It is the Baltimore Ravens. They should be two and three. They should have lost to the Chiefs. They should have lost to the um, – Should have lost to the Colts last the night. The Colts last night. They start games too slow. They let teams hang around that they shouldn't let hang around, and they don't step on the gas till the fourth quarter. Cannot do that against good teams. So uh, – I think the Baltimore Ravens are a pretender. I don't think they win their division. I think either – I think Cleveland is still going to be in the driver's seat to win that thing. All right. Your mouth is not syncing up with your – to your words. I don't know if it's just my computer. It's got to be your computer. 
Oh my gosh. It's like when you see it on TV, even on mine, like I'm, I'm literally talking, looking at my lips. Yeah. I'm not thinking that dude. I, oh, I'm about to fucking punch my damn computer. Uh, I'm having <laughs> computer issues and I'm using the backup one. I was smashing my headphones on the desk and my wife texted me from upstairs. Are you breaking my computer? No, I'm breaking my headphones. Um, yeah, I, I like the Ravens there. Um, contender. I actually think finally, finally the Buffalo Bills are a contender. Previously, Josh Allen, we, we didn't trust him in the playoffs. He he is really making that next step to becoming one of, if not the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, I mean their point their point differential is insane. It's plus one hundred eight, and to put that in the reference for you. The next best team is the Arizona Cardinals at plus 62. So their point differential is just bananas off the charts. Um, I mean, they're, they're amazing. Their defense is insane. Yeah. Uh, not in an only confidence their offense. We'll talk about it a little bit uh, more whenever we bring on Cyrus for the, uh, the little recap of kind of the game last night and talk about the Chiefs. But, yeah, they are 100% legit. It also doesn't help that I think they're in the worst uh, conference in the NFL right now. Oh, I mean division, not a conference. Yeah, con- yeah. sorry, division. Yeah. It's terrible. The AFC East is terrible. Um, let's not talk about that too much because it's going to make me depressed. You want to know? Um, oh, oh, I have a pretender for you. Yeah. That's one you might call me crazy. Uh, not because I, I do think they'll go to the playoffs and they'll be decent, but it's Tennessee Titans. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're they're they play. Talk about playing down to your opponents. They're 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 the kings of that. And their defense is horrible. Uh, yeah. I, I, this this Monday night matchup we have this week really scares me on the betting side because I know that the team the Titans can be, but I know the team what the Titans are right now, and it's not a team that I want to be betting for against good teams. No, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I definitely uh, think that you know the Titans, they're they're well, obviously they're they're going to make the playoffs because their division is absolutely atrocious. But uh, outside of that, you you really look at some things and you're like, man, like is this team set up for success? I think they're they're set up for a first round bounce in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a that's a, that that's a good one. So contender wise, we have the Bills. We've thrown out a bunch of pretenders. Um, How about the Chargers? Chargers are legit, man. I think, are, I think they are real, and it's kind of crazy. The difference in what the head coach, uh, what's his name, Staley, yep, brought over Anthony Lynn. Wild, wild. So it's kind of so. Think about that, then. Like, put yourself in the shoes of, say, a I'm trying to think of a team that's like got a lot of young talent right. Now. Hate to say it, the Miami Dolphins. The Is Miami- Brian Flores holding that team back? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the I'm a big Flores backer. I don't think it's him at all. Um, but man, it's just tough to really kind of like you said. It, it's crazy how big of a change a head coach makes because they really didn't have many changes on the offensive side of the ball. Had a few on the defensive side, but. It's very, very similar team to what they were last year. Four and one. Uh, they're in the driver's seat to that division. I think. I mean, call me crazy through five games of the of the season, but that division is theirs to lose right now. It really is. It really is. Which, speaking of which, it's a good segue right now. We're going to bring in our guest on the show. Oh boy, Cyrus. Here he is. 
He had, he had, there he is. What's going on, what Cyrus? Up, Cyrus, so what are you, uh, before, before we get going, are you drink, are you sipping on anything tonight? No, nah, I got nothing tonight. Sober oh Tuesdays my. here. Do you, know where, do you know what you're on? I, I am aware. I had, uh, more than enough over the weekend. We had a four day weekend and, uh, with uh, Mizzou playing Saturday and the Chiefs playing Sunday night, I had, I had more than my fill. Oh, yeah, I you, forgot. You had a four day weekend because, you work for the state. <laughs> you got off. You get off every holiday under the book. Um, so anyway, Cyrus, welcome on to the uh, say hi to the YouTube channel. Not sure how many people look at look at our faces when we talk, but well, in my those of you, right now, those of you new, Cyrus is on here. He's been on here a handful of times, but he hasn't been on in quite some time. He is a longtime Chiefs fan, diehard. Uh, been with them through the thick and thin of it when they were bad. So somebody we can get on here who's not going to be biased. He's not blinded by how terrible they've been this season. No, we've seen Brody Croyle and Tyler Thigpen and <laughs> Brady Quinn. I mean, you name it, we've we've seen the shit quarterback. So yeah, I remember I that year. Yeah, you whenever you were, we were roommates in college and they went was it two two and fourteen? Yeah, where's my flag at? Yeah, we 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 waved that flag. After they went two and fourteen, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, it's those were some darker days, but hopefully we're not resorting back to that. All right, so to to kick things off, we know obviously your hopes are probably a little bit down. Like you, you almost have to be. So whenever they lost their first game, you're like, yeah, whatever, nothing to worry about. Second game, you're like, okay, we'll turn it around. You're two and three. Have you have you pressed the panic button a little bit? I'm going to say on a scale from one to 10, one being now nah, we're totally fine. Everything's good to 10 being we need to start looking at firing some coaches. I'm probably at about a four right now. Oh, so wow. Mild, that low. A mild panic right now. Mild so you panic. don't, you don't think that the defensive coordinator needs to go. I'm not calling for Spags' head just yet. I, and I'm not, going to let them off the hook either because we are up there. I think Seattle probably has a worse defense than us statistically right now. But I mean, other than that, that's the bulk of why we're losing a lot of these games. I will say, however, in their defense, though, a couple stats out here for you. We are second in the league in turnovers. We have a minus seven turnover margin. The only team worse than us right now is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know how their record is. So the turnovers aren't helping things. Also, I think our strength of schedule is pretty tough here, these opening five games. I mean, we've lost to three pretty good teams. Uh, I mean, what, Chargers, Ravens, and – At and, Baltimore uh, is tough. Yeah. The Yeah, the Chargers are a legit contender now. And, of course, Buffalo, I mean, that's probably your AFC – Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonics Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. 
Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Favorite right now. Yeah, I mean, those those are three solid teams, so I'm not going to discredit any of those losses, but... Uh, well, kind of, yeah, those three teams are combined twelve and three right now. So exactly, yeah. It's, it's easy to say that it's you know it's been a a tough start, but you have played some good teams, and you do have some pretty favorable matchups coming up. I will say that the schedule overall, though, is is kind of tough. It is. Uh, the next three games, I think, are going to be a really telltale sign of how we should look at the Chiefs moving forward. Here, I mean, you play the Washington Football Team. Tennessee Titans and New York Giants. If you lose any of those games, that four panic I said, that's immediately going to be raised to really six, like maybe even, even a seven. Even if you lose to Tennessee, I don't think Tennessee's very good this year. I I'm down the, on them. The only problem is is the defense because with most things, it's like oh, like our offense can score enough. But with the Chiefs this year, it's like whoever can get more stops is going to win. And I don't think the Chiefs can stop them if they need to. Another big thing that I've noticed this year is teams are not afraid to go for it on fourth down against us. We've already had eight fourth down attempts against us, and we've let up six first downs. So we are allowing 75% completion on fourth down conversions. So you start getting in a trend like that. You can't stop can't stop these drives when you need them to. That That's really hurt us this year. To yeah. uh, to answer or to solidify your statement earlier, yes, the Kansas City defense is 31st in the league, only above Seattle, but you're allowing 437 yards per game. That is that's like some college football numbers right there. It is, yeah. The and the passing I think is pretty on par with the rest of the league. It's just under 300 yards per game, but. I think we're letting up like 140 rushes per game somewhere in that ballpark, and that's what scares me. If you can't stop the run, if you're letting these teams crank and churn the clock and eat up these you know, long drives, and that takes away time of possession from our offense. I think that'll be – all year. I think that's going to be cut down when Frank Clark comes back. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, you but, guys are Frank Clark right now. But the secondary just got holes all over. It's, it's horrible. We also didn't have Chris Jones against the Bills, not that that really mattered, but uh, – yeah, so the that, linebackers just, just aren't really getting the pressure and filling the gaps like we need them to. So That's what I was saying. Like the pass rush when I was watching the Sunday night uh, just was non-existent. And also, Josh Allen was really good about getting the ball out quick. I think uh, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen did that both really, really well against the Chiefs. They got the ball out quick, and they're both elusive quarterbacks. So any pass rush that came in could avoid it. I would almost argue Nailed that. that Sunday night's game – you could almost blame it more on the offense than you can on the defense. Oh, absolutely. They, they yeah. failed to capitalize on so many opportunities. Like, and not to say, like, no offense, like, I don't think they were ever really in it. The Bills were just doing whatever they wanted. But turn around, like, normally when the Chiefs set up a 75-yard touchdown pass or however long goes once Dawson Knox and the other kid were, uh, you're like, oh, it's the Chiefs. They can come back on the field and they can, they can score in an instant. Just, just run the touchdown play. The touchdown play, yeah. yeah like, every time, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Mahomes, he missed several passes that he should have made. I think there was one that early on to Kelsey. I mean, he just blatantly overthrew him. I mean, that would have been a huge pickup right there. Just the routine plays that we've – that I at least I think have taken for granted. Like, you always think Mahomes is going to make that play. And when he's off just the slightest bit, I mean, it 
it really affects the whole offense. It, and, and that's yeah. what happened on Sunday night. I mean, something's just seemed off the, yeah. like all year. Like, don't even like Patrick Holmes having a great year. I believe he's the number one fantasy quarterback uh, in in most leagues and most formats. But like, just something is off. Like, they're not scoring at will like they used to. Um, I, think I think it's a run game. He's got fantasy. Think of how many, you know, Tyreek's had a couple of really big games. Take those giant games that Tyreek's had away. He's probably not a top five quarterback. Probably not. I think, um, I, think it's, I think it's a, it's a run game. Like, you, your guys' lack of a run game um, is really – It's just uh, never even established. Like, it's not even the fact that the running backs aren't good enough – they just don't try to run it hardly ever. Yeah, Edwards Alaire, he's had a couple hundred yard games, which of course he got hurt on Sunday too. Um, yeah, we but... can't rely on the big chunk play. So I, going back to when the Chiefs sucked back in you know, the early to mid two thousands when we had Jamal Charles, that dude was just notorious for breaking. I mean, he could just take off for seventy five yards anytime. And with Edwards Alaire and the rest of the running back company that we've got now, you just you we don't get that. So. It's it's not that we have a, a poor running game. It's just we don't have an explosive running game that I think would take us to the next level. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're, you were mentioning uh, how Josh Allen was elusive and was kind of avoiding, you know, pretty much anything and everything behind the pocket. You know who else is elusive and who they're going up against this weekend? It's Taylor Heineke. Heineke, yeah, he that that could give us problems too. Do you do you think across Lamar and Josh Allen now? I would I would hope on our third kind of elusive running back, we'd figure out a game plan here, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> so the, the Chiefs are, are one and five against the spread. Uh is currently Chiefs minus seven on the road. What do you what do you like in that game? They're gonna What's the over under <laughs> the over under is fifty five and a half. Oof. I need to dive into like what Andy Reid is and what this team is coming off a loss, but I love the I I love the Chiefs personally. Yeah, um, team coming off a loss this year, not great because they didn't come. Or actually, no, they came off a loss against the Chargers. Eagles. Their only cover is against the Eagles, but it's the Eagles, and they still almost choked that away. They did, yeah. I think they. I can't remember what the spread was on that. It was about a touchdown too, I think. And yeah, it was like six and, and a half, and they won by more in there. Twelve. Um, my but, heart wants to tell my heart wants to say go with Chiefs minus seven on this. If anything, I think it'll be a push. I think they have to win by a touchdown in that game. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I think this is going to be a game where you can't really afford to have Washington hang around on the road. Like, if you're going to win, go out there and stomp on their throats and put them away early and often. Don't 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 let off the gas just like you did in Philly. Yep. All right, and then there's already a line out for the following game too. So we'll sprinkle in a little bit of that uh, Kansas City minus three on the road at Tennessee. Ooh, I like that better. I'd rather take minus three at Tennessee than minus seven at Washington football team. I would almost agree with that because uh, Washington actually has a semi decent defense. Tennessee They've can't stop a damn sure. thing. Joe, what did we what did we say about that that little slim margin road favorite? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I know. I know. I said to avoid them, but I just don't know. Like Kansas City's, I mean, you feel like you you got to feel like Kansas City's going to turn on at some point. Like you really do. But that's what every see, and that's the thing everyone's been saying. And we uh, we follow a lot of Chiefs fans, obviously here in Missouri. 
Uh, and everyone's like, oh, not worried. Like, not worried. It is what it is. But it's like, you're two and three, bottom of the division, going into week six. You got to start worrying at some point. There, there's the mild panic there. Uh, you, the, the, the four out of 10 is not enough panic for me. I need more than that right now. If, like I said, if we lose one of these next three games, bump me up to a six. We're, okay, we're, so you we're have moving. to go three and oh, you have to go three and oh over the next three weeks, and you then you'd be back at five and three, and you'd be okay. And I, I think we're at least in contention to be back in the division title conversation again. Yes, I just had some crazy deja vu because I feel like I've asked this question before. Do you feel like the Chargers are catchable? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't have their schedule in front of me. What's their record right now? Four and one. Four and Four one. You guys are two games back. Yeah, so I mean, you, we well, have you to can win at LA. Yep, you have to, you sure have to even make it up against them. They're going to drop a couple games here and there. Um, but their schedule. Well, let's run through their schedule real quick, okay? All right. All right. At the Ravens. That could be See, a loss. That's one of those games that I need them to lose this weekend. There's a big but, tell. Tell hey, all game. preview preview. That's my upset of the week, by the way, because they're plus three dogs. I I like a money line against the Ravens. All right, there I, you I go. Happen home <laughs> against the Patriots. That's a win. Should be. Yeah. At the Eagles, that's a win. Should be wow. absolutely. Home against the Vikings, that's a win. Ooh, Should I don't be. know. Yeah. Uh, Their defense is solid. Yeah, that's true. Home against the Steelers. That could be a loss. They've got to have a loss in there somewhere. Let's say, yeah. let's say right now, two more losses. Right, add, okay. add it on. I'm good with that. At Broncos, I think that's, Broncos. That's I need them right now. Now, now we're tied. If we win our going our three and zero stint right here, we're yeah. But we're they good. have the tiebreaker though. Currently, right uh, yeah. at, at the Broncos. The Broncos win. suck. Yeah. At the Bengals, should be a win. Home against the Giants. Home against the Chiefs. That's that's going to be your money game, right? So there's there. a, let's say three more. Let's say the Chiefs get that one. But then they got at Texans. Home against the Broncos at Raiders. Like they could very well be a fourteen and three team. I I or, could, sorry, fifteen and four. Or fuck me, thirteen and four. You had it. You no, know, you you had. You had I it think right. you had, yeah, I you think right. twelve and five, thirteen and four. That's well within the realm of possibility, and that's probably where they're going to end up. Man, it's it's well, got to come down to the wire. Like that, what is that? What, what week do they play? Does Kansas City play in, in, in L.A.? They play in L.A. Mm, what is that? Like week 13 or something? 15. 15. Well, it's like, that, you, I think there's 18 weeks. So is right. that like early? Is that is that, an, is that an early December game? Is that, that, what that is December 16th. That'd be fun. That'd be a good that's one. Good. That'll be that'll be the time when that's a, uh, that's a prime time game too. By the way, I don't remember when it is. Well, I'll say if not those, that's they can start flexing things out like week thirteen. I think is when they can start flexing Sunday Sunday night games out. So, this should be a good one. But Cyrus with a with a mile four panic. All right, before we let you get out of here, Cyrus, and get back to what you were doing, uh, give us. A pick you like this weekend a lot. Have you I looked? Know you, I know the one he's going to give us because it's going to be probably my lock. You already know what I'm going to give you here. Texas A&M minus eight if, and a half. If, no, I, well, I got him at minus eight, so screw you all for being late on that one. But, yes, that is my 
mortal lock of the month year probably if if Jared's year are you going are you are you going your max your max bet that you would ever feel comfortable betting on Texas A and M already did it <laughs> that's the so, that's the faith right there we are Mizzou people through and through and we hey, are guys, mortal locking A and M ain't happening this weekend sorry boys no yeah I I I love that pick Texas A and M minus it's at, it is at eight and a half right now but eight eight and a I'd half go up to nine. 10. I would go up to 10 too. Yeah, me too. I can't I believe it's not up to 10 already. I'm, I'm shocked that it's not. Thank you for reminding me about that because I got to lock it in after after tonight's show. But uh, Cyrus, appreciate you coming on, bud, talking about the Chiefs. Thanks, if, uh, if they go 3-0 and or if they go 2-1 and in the next couple weeks, if they lose one of those games, I have to have you back on to talk about your panic yes. level then. We, we can adjust the panic meter then. I'm good with that. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. We'll have take you back on in a few weeks, and uh, we'll see you later. All right. Take it easy, boys. All right, again, uh, shout out Cyrus for coming on the pod. Uh, that panic meter, four out of ten, seems a little low to me. A little low. Because I was, I was honestly expecting some higher, but uh, that's that's Chiefs fans for you. That's the confidence they get to have in their team. I mean, I would, I would too, to be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if my if 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 I had that offense in that team, I mean, I don't know if I'd be panicking yet. Just two and three through five weeks scares me. Yeah. So we'll have to reassess after three weeks. So that'll be. The episode that'll be the first week of November episode, I think. No, the second week of November will be that episode. We'll see where they're at then. Because we, uh, ha- me and Jared, have uh, a handful of bets uh, parlayed with some others and just on their own of the Chiefs winning their division. And I have pretty much just I, chalked it up, chalked it up, threw those tickets out the window. If they hit, cool. If not, not gonna stress out about it. Yeah. So with that being said, we're gonna go. We're gonna do a little bit of fantasy football start set for you for week six. The reason why we're doing it now, we haven't done it since week one, is because it is week six. It is our first bye week. Teams that are on a bye this week You've got the Falcons, the Saints, the Niners, and the Jets. So you're like, man, that's not a lot of big. Well, really, fantasy. nobody that you would want to start anyway, hardly. Well, really, I, I got some <laughs> some key players. Alvin Kamara's on bye. Um, Debo Samuel, Cordell Patterson, who's been a big fantasy guy this year. Corey Davis and, Cal- and Calvin Ridley. So Mike I mean, Davis, guys- come on. Okay, Mike Davis, I guess. <laughs> More Cordell Patterson. If you're in a 16 man league, you might be starting Mike Davis. It's funny. I was talking to only you'll get this, Travis, but Sean was giving Irby shit. He's like, whoa, whoa, you can't start Cordell Patterson in the, in the running back or wide receiver slot. I could do that with, with Taysom Hill last year. <laughs> <laughs> No um, joke. He should have to be started in a special position because, yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. They use them in so many different ways. But anyway, so some 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 semi big names like you know if you have Cordell Patterson on your team that's that that's a big part of your team this year. Alvin Kamara is probably your one of your your first round pick. So you, you need to find some some places to to plug and, and play some guys this week to fill those holes. We're only going to focus on running backs and wide receivers because quarterbacks, tight ends, everything else pretty self explanatory. I have two starts and two sits for running backs and wide receivers this weekend. Travis, do you want, do you want me to kick it off? Yeah, you go first. All right, so I'm going to go. We're going to start, start with running backs. I have a start at running back, and this is pending on an injury. Is is if an is if the guy who normally starts plays Samaj P. Ryan um, for the for the Cincinnati Bengals. If Joe Mixon is going to be hurt or doubtful or downgraded this week because he's dealing with that lingering that lingering injury, the Lions are the worst team. They're playing the Lions this weekend. They're the worst team against fantasy running backs. So keep an eye on Mixon. If you don't think Mixon's going to play, you need someone to fill in for Kamara. 
Samaji P. Ryan is not a bad play in that in that flex spot. All right. Uh, right. Might as well rattle off your other uh, your other running back too. Uh, my other start is going to be Najee Harris for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he's yet to have a huge, big breakout fantasy game, I feel like. Um, but I think it could happen this week. They're playing Seattle. We already talked about it with Cyrus. Seattle's the worst defense in the league. They're 29th against fantasy running backs this year. Um, and I think the Steelers are really going to start to lean on a really run-heavy, running back-heavy system. Big Ben, I don't think he's going to last a full season. Um, so they're going to need to really start leaning on some running backs to carry that offense. I think this is the week they can really kickstart Najee Harris. You think so? I think so. I really do. I think I, I like Najee Harris. I like them coming out of college. I think he's he been has, so inconsistent for me, but I mean, you can't really bench him. No. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, this is especially, you know, if you have a league where you have Alvin Kamara or somebody like that or a running back, he might be your RB1 this week. I feel comfortable doing that. I would if I had Alvin Kamara. Like, be like, yo, let's do Najee RB1 and fill an RB2 with somebody else. All right. All right. I don't hate that uh, at all. My start this week is going to be one of them is going to be uh, Melvin Gordon. Okay. Uh, they're going against Las Vegas. Uh, the Raiders already ranked 25th uh, against the run in the NFL. They let up 134 yards a game. We all know the smothering cloud that's been over them yeah. this week. Uh, we're not going to dive into that because it's just an absolute mess. And I don't want to add the confusion of what is being said on social media, but they're a mess. It's in Denver. Uh, I think that they're going to need to kind of pull something out of their bag of tricks because uh, letting Teddy Bridgewater throw the ball a lot has not really worked the last couple of weeks. So they're going to need to incorporate Melvin Gordon a little bit more because he's a veteran back. I am not a big fan of Javante Williams. Uh, mix in as much as he's been included. So I'd go out on a limb and be a little risky, start Melvin Gordon and you flex. All right. Well, we have Melvin Gordon in fantasy league with every co-manager. So I'm, I'm guessing he, we're, we're going to ride him. I guess so. <laughs> well, you said it. So we, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that Melvin Gordon the problem. With Melvin Gordon, he's big. And I like the flex play option there because he's big touchdown dependent. Um, if Melvin yeah, I, I wouldn't take up a week. spot like actual running back spot. But if you have him and you're like, eh, should I throw him in my lineup? I don't think it's bad to throw him in your flex. I don't think so either. That's a, I like that play a lot. So do you have a, do you have another start for us here? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. <sighs> I do, but it's like, it's not one that I absolutely love. Uh, it's, it's Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I don't know how comfortable you are starting him at all in your lineups, but they are playing Houston at home. He did see a lot of work out of the backfield this last week. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's basically one of those, if you're, if you're running back heavy, it'd be another one of those where I would include him, include him in your lineup. Uh, if you're not running back heavy and you have no choice and it's an obvious, but I like him to do some work this week. Yeah, uh, Marlon Mack scares me, but apparently Indy's shopping him. Apparently Kansas City called about Mar- Marlon Mack. Uh, they wanted to get him some touches last week to increase his value. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's uh, that's the one thing I would say about uh, Jonathan Taylor is that Marlon Mack does scare me a little bit. Um, but, you know, it can happen. So let's roll on to our sits. Um, I have a pretty uh, controversial sit right now. This is also kind yeah. of pending, pending an injury. Sit Dalvin Cook. Uh, I know he's been hurt. He really didn't play much last week. Oh, he didn't play last week. It was uh, Alexander Madison. So even if Dalvin, Dalvin Cook doesn't play this weekend and you have Alexander Madison as a cuff, don't start him either. So sit Cook or Madison, whoever starts. Carolina's the best team against fantasy running backs. And really, Dalvin Cook's been a big, huge letdown. Hasn't shown that he's a first-round back. I would honestly try to trade Dalvin Cook to somebody in your league, if you can. for If you're in a league that trades future draft picks, Try to get something out of him right now because I don't see him having a very productive year. Yeah, and moving forward, it's kind of a question mark because I know he had he, he had that injury early in his career, then he stayed healthy. Now he's hurt again. And, I mean, they have the same – pretty much the same exact back in Alexander Madison. Yep. So you can get way cheaper and get a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff in return for Dalvin Cook right now. So it's not a bad one at all. Um, shit. We're on sit. I fucking was all already. I got go another start. one. Yeah, you got, go, you got, we'll, we'll do that. Go. My second my second sit at running back is going to be Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. Travis and I have them in that co-managed league we have. Maybe this week as we start Melvin Gordon over Josh Josh Jacobs. Could be it. Uh, Broncos are third best against uh, fantasy running backs this year. Raiders, like Travis said, have a big, huge, ominous, dark cloud over that organization. And we, like, honestly, it affected them last week. Thank God I had Bears plus five and a half because it, it definitely affected them last week. And I can really just kind of see it affecting him the rest of the season. So uh, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs, sit him this weekend against against the Broncos. All right. Uh, my sit is going to be uh, Chase Edmonds or James Conner, whichever one. If you're thinking about starting them, don't. Uh, they're, going to, they're going up against the Browns, who are fifth best against running backs in fantasy. And we saw what Justin Herbert did last week against the Browns. I think, if anything, this game will be a shootout. Who can score more? They're going to need to pass the ball a lot. I would sit one of those two guys. All right. I don't hate that at all. So Chase Edmonds or James Conner. Who's your other one? My other one is – where'd it go? told you I was scrolling on my notes and I got all lost. Um the entire Patriots backfield. <laughs> their uh, their their team's a hot mess right now, and they're going up against the Cowboys, and they're going to be playing from behind, probably pretty much the entire game. 
So I know Damien Harris is like a hot look the last couple of weeks or the last week, uh, not this week. Okay, so no Damien Harris this week. Don't mind that at all. That pairs well with my first start at wide receiver, Jacoby Myers. Patriots wide receiver is a start. He's clearly a favorite target of, uh, of Mac Jones. I mean, it seems like he's just getting so much work. Like you said, they're probably going to be playing from behind. Also, Dallas is 26 against opposing wide receivers in fantasy this season. Love Jacoby Myers. We are starting him in our co-owned league. I'm starting him in another league. I think he's a great play. You don't think Trayvon Diggs is going to shut him down? No, I really don't. I mean, honestly, Kadarius Tony kind of gave Trayvon Diggs some fits last weekend. I mean, he definitely did before he decided to haul off and try to punch some dude in the <laughs> face. Uh, then it blows my mind. How do you think you're going to hurt a guy with your fist with a helmet on? I, to this day, I will never understand it. Never understand it. Regardless of the fact, don't hate that. Uh, I'm going to rattle in because I think you might steal my first one uh, on this one because I really, really like this. This is an absolute start. It's Chase Claypool. I did not because uh, I was – I mean – you have Chase Claypool and, De- and Deontay Johnson. Both of them are, are automatic starts the rest of the season, no matter the matchup. Yes. Uh, I know there's been, like, question marks around Big Ben, but Juju's done for. Yeah. Uh, he, he's out for the foreseeable future. Chase he's, out, he's, he's out for the year, bro. Yeah, they said – I mean, they said likely for the year, but it wasn't yeah. confirmed. Chase Claypool, on the other hand, uh, he started out strong, then he got hurt. Then he had a huge week last week after Juju went down. Uh, he had 130 yards, blah, 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 touchdown. Great. He's pretty much your deep ball guy. Deontay Johnson is going to be the guy they check the ball down to. Anything past eight yards or more, probably going to chase Claypool. So you're going to want to start him because we're playing Seattle. And we just talked about Seattle and how bad they were. There you go. Start start the whole fucking Steelers this weekend against Seattle because I see them being on the field a lot. Uh, Steelers offense, that is, because we all know what happened to Russell Wilson. Uh, my other start at wide receiver is going to be Cole Beasley for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Titans are the worst team in the league against fantasy wide receivers. And also Beasley popped off, I think, week two and week three, kind of cooled off a bit the last two, last few weeks. I see him having, having a, a big night against the Titans. They're Monday night football, right? Are they Monday, Monday or Sunday night? Monday night. Monday night. So I, haven't see, I see him having a big night like Cole Beasley. Definitely a flex play, not a wide receiver two or anything like that. Um, but I think he's he's worth a start if you got him. Don't hate that. Kind of, it, it kind of hurts mine, but at the same time doesn't because you're likely not going to have both of these same guys on your team because mine's Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. Uh, he saw the end zone twice. Twice. Yep. Twice. He's he's kind of emerged back again. Kind of looks like what he did in his days when he was in Denver. Uh, you know. Josh Allen doesn't really have like that many like quote unquote weapons. Like yeah, Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley isn't bad, but everyone is Stefan Diggs, bro. Uh, no, I know, but I'm saying like outside of Stefan Diggs because everyone's targeting Stefan Diggs. Like if you look, he's kind of been shut down for a lot yeah. this year. Uh, so Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders are starts because they're going against Titans, and we just said you can drive on them so fast. Yep, love that. I, I like that a lot, Emmanuel Sanders. We had him in my DFS lineup, Travis, in that thing we play in, and I rearranged some shit at the last minute, pulled him out, and I hated myself for it because that would have been huge. Big mistake. Big mistake. Uh, my first sit at wide receiver for this weekend is going to be A.J. Brown for Tennessee. Uh, I knew Buffalo. it. I, I knew that was coming. 
I mean, it's easy. Buffalo is the best team against fantasy wide receivers this year. And also, A.J. Brown has yet to surpass 50 receiving yards in a game. Uh, Tennessee's offense 1,000% runs through Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry alone. And they're going to continue to rely on that. So, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, I don't give a fuck who it is for Tennessee. Set him. If you weren't able to watch the game on Monday night and watch how much the Bills shut down Sunday night, but yeah, sorry, Sunday night, shut down the deep ball versus Kansas City. Uh, They run two deep safeties. It just shows how much better their defense has gotten over this last year. Uh, Also, whatever they can do to attack A.J. Brown, because obviously that's their go-to guy, they're going to shut it down. Also, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde might be the best safety tandem in the NFL, to be honest with you. They they are phenomenal. But they've been good for a couple of years now. It's just like I feel like they're finally starting to like become that. they're getting the they're getting the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, they're gonna be that elite for I mean for the foreseeable future. Yep. Uh, my sit this week is one of my sits is Chris Godwin. Thursday night football, so they're running on a little bit short of a week. They're going against the Eagles defense, who is fourth uh, in terms of – is that right? Yeah. It's not right. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is it? I don't know. Either way, Eagles they're, defense. They're good. They are actually um, fifth. Fifth. Okay. So they're not bad in terms of letting up points to wide receivers. Meanwhile, six, six actually. Sorry, six. But it doesn't matter. Tomatoes, Wherever you look, uh, it might be a little yeah. bit different. But they're pretty solid against fancy wide receivers. And you're going against the Buccaneers who have just a plethora of people to throw to. And it doesn't seem like Chris Godwin's been getting – the attention that he has gotten from Tom Brady in previous or Tom Brady last year. And then whoever the fuck was their quarterback the year before, uh, Jameis Winston, he's going to Antonio Brown a lot more. They really developed a connection. Mike Evans is seeing a lot more success and actually catching the ball this year. instead of dropping any, any tight end in that offense. And then, yeah, any tight end, Chris Godwin, I would give him a sit this week against the Eagles on prime time. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he put they put the Dolphins last week. I don't remember Chris Godwin going off. Antonio Brown and Cameron Brait destroyed us. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't hate that pick at all because I definitely see him, uh, you know, kind of being honestly the the third or fourth option in that offense. And against an Eagles defense, short week, don't mind that at all. Uh, my other sit is going to be literally any Dolphins wide receiver, uh, <laughs> just the just Dolphins, be, just because. Well, Miles Gaskin fucking went off last week. Um, that but, is true. <clears throat> Finally, it's funny because like Yahoo and all these other uh, apps t- told everyone to sit them. Yeah. So Dolphins, any Dolphins wide receiver, the reason being is because A, Devontae Parker's probably coming back, and B, Tua's coming back this week. We don't know how that's going to look. Yes, they are. And people are going to look at it because the reason why I put that in here, normally I wouldn't because it's kind of a duh, but they're playing the Jags. People are like, okay, it's the Jags. Don't be baited into it because Preston Williams came back last week. 
And I think that's going to be a point on the offense where two is going to spread the ball around like he likes to do. Gesicki, Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, Miles Gaskin. Uh, fucking who's the other guy? I don't even remember. Albert Wilson. So just any, just avoid them because even though it is a favorable matchup, we don't know how the ball is going to be uh, distributed. Kind of like what Travis said with uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, I uh, I like that one because right now the Dolphins can't move the ball for anything. Yep. So I would absolutely sit anyone on the Dolphins. My sit is going to be uh, Adam Thielen playing against the Panthers. Uh, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard his name at all this year. That's what I'm saying. He ha- he did have a couple good weeks um, to start the season, but the last two weeks he has had, I'll tell you, and half point PPR, 6.1 and 5 points uh, total. He's only had three catches and two catches uh, with zero touchdowns in both those games. We were shitting on the Panthers earlier this episode, but their defense is phenomenal. Uh, they have Jeremy Chin. They have C.J. Henderson. Uh, they have they just got Stefan Gilmore. Um, so they have all these pieces to help defend uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, all of them. I feel like of the two, Adam Thielen's a lot easier to lock down than Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, I don't like I said, I haven't heard Thielen's name all year long, so I definitely uh, like that play a lot. So definitely want to give you so if you have one of the players on the bio convention, Kamara, Cordell Patterson, uh, Corey Davis. Uh, Calvin Ridley, any of those guys that are on a buy, take a take a look at some of these guys, and and if you have them on your team, maybe plug them and play them. Uh, but with that being said, let's roll into Degenerates Digest for the week, and uh, we're gonna roll off rattle. We're gonna go back to our normal format because that format we did last week, where we ranked the games and did six through ten, was terrible. Mine opposite picks went one one and four. Travis's went oh four and one. Um, apparently Vegas got killed last week though. They did. I was going to say, yeah, the guys that we got it from sent us an article. Vegas got absolutely crushed. So he said it was literally the worst week. I'm going to do it again on my own. I'm not going to bet it, but I'm doing it on the side. I actually have ranked right here on my little notepad and I'm going to see how they perform. I ranked my top 10 spreads in the NFL. Let's see how it goes this weekend. It's, it's funny that Vegas got crushed because sure shit wasn't from us. I didn't do terrible. We, we didn't did do bad, but we didn't kill it. No, I mean, Same. See, but you, but you but you take but you take um half a million people that did what we did and that's a that's a bad weekend for That's Vegas. what I'm saying. You take your uh your betters that aren't super experienced and they get slaughtered. Yeah. So um we're gonna go back to normal format Humble Thursday. Brand. Thursday, we're gonna do all the primetime games. We're gonna throw in the London game, give you a lock upset and a couple college picks if some of our locks and upsets aren't college picks. Um Thursday night. It's uh, Bucks. You see on the ticker down there if you're watching on YouTube. Bucks at Eagles. Bucks are six and a half point favorites. The over under is fifty two and a half. Is it this six and a half? Where'd you get six and a half? DraftKings. Okay. Well, that even even though even so, if you're betting on DraftKings and Fanduel, uh, buying the half point, we, we're going to allow ourselves to do that from now on. Count. I mean, I, I always say that. I always say that on Patreon. I, I always say if you, if you can buy the half wherever you bet, buy it. Because there's uh, on DraftKings always there's an alternate spread where you can go like mm-hmm. freaking ten points above and ten points below, yep. uh, regardless of what the odds are. Uh, so six and a half that makes mine even better. I was gonna do Bucks minus seven, but I'm gonna do Bucks minus six and a half. I also like Bucks minus six and a half as well. It just feels like an easy game for me. I know it's a road. Uh, it's it's that road favorite, but at the same time, 
that I just talked about. The Bucks have so many weapons that the Eagles don't. Um, and while I'm just not that fond of the Eagles, I think the Bucks just go in and slap it. Get I do. I do too. I mean, the Bucks are really. I think this is their stretch of the schedule where they're going to turn it on. They had that loss to the Rams, where everyone's like, "Oh my God, is this their turning point? Are they going to fall off?" I don't. I don't think that's the case. I'm going to look up the against the spread right now too. Because um, like right now we're trying to gather some data. They're both two and three against spread. Okay. Um, my thing, and a big part of the reason that I I love this pick a lot is that the Bucks are allowing 45 rushing yards a game. Yep. You're going to have to force Jalen Hurts to throw the ball a lot, which if the Bucks have somewhat of their secondary patched up and everyone's not hurt, you're not going to get very far throwing against this defense a lot. Yeah. Especially so, with Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, so like Travis said, they're both two and three against the spread. I was trying to find some data like, oh, what are they as a favorite? What are they as an underdog? This is the same because the Bucks have been favored in every game this year. And the Eagles have been underdogs in every game this year, which is kind of crazy. Um, so no, really, did. I just it's a it's a gut pick for me. I'll probably I, do like, another Eagles all, Eagles defense isn't that bad. It's just the fact that the Bucks offense is uh, that much better. They're finally utilizing Leonard Fournette in that backfield like they should. Leonard Fournette's the lead back there. Ronald Jones, he comes in and gets some fresh legs. He can come in on a, on a second or third down when Fournette's tired and gets six seven yards. I mean, it's just. It's it's just there's like you said there's so many weapons there, and also this will be Richard Richard Sherman's third third game, and that defense I think he's going to start to find his groove too. Um, so uh, I also have Bucks minus six and a half. I'm going to do like a unit unit probably unit and a half on it. Um, so that's going to be the Thursday night pick. Let's roll into Sunday. We have an early game, an eight thirty kick in the Central Time Zone. Another London game. We got the Dolphins at the Jags. Dolphins are three and a half three point favorites, depending on where you look. Um, and the over-under is 47-and-a-half. This one's a little bit weird, leery for me to bet, but it's hard for me not to want to bet the Dolphins because the Jags are terrible. It is. And, it's, and I know that the cloud cover has shifted to, to the Vegas, but there's still kind of that hatred in the Jags locker room for Urban yep. Meyer. And then you got to think that they got to fly all the way across the damn world with this guy in a plane. Uh, <laughs> and it's just not going to sit well. The three and a half, I don't like. I would take it at three. Yep. Uh, I know it's going to be the odds are going to be worse, obviously, but you almost have to, um, especially with how bad both these teams are playing right now. I, I'm going to have to take Dolphins minus three, and it's not a homer pick. It's just the fact that the Jaguars' defense is that bad, and then and their potential is not there. You could say that the Dolphins' defense is bad, but the talent is there. Yeah, also the Dolphins' first five games were a fucking gauntlet, too. I mean, we had to play Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Vegas, and Indianapolis, which really you look at Indianapolis like, oh, my God, Indianapolis won a four. They are not bad. Like, that, that's, a, that's a gauntlet no, of a schedule. They're, still pro- they're, they're not going to finish season well, but they're not a bad football team. No, so um, I don't You can say the same against Jacksonville. I mean, they've played Tennessee and Arizona. Cincinnati has got a winning record, but – 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Uh, a lot of the games are coming from behind here. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I also like the Dolphins minus get it at three, but then you're like, well, what's the difference between three, three and a half? Like, okay, if they win by three, at least you push. Uh, and then if they win by four, you win. But they're like, hey, I would have won a three and a half. They won it four. Cool, you would have. But there's that there's that if if they win by three, you push. So yeah, like there there is value in buying it down or taking money line from from these small spreads. Uh, it's basically how comfortable you are doing it. I mean, if yeah, you're going to lose that on money, but you feel pretty damn stupid if you lose on a half point. Yep, exactly. So both like the Dolphins minus three, we, you can catch our units later on in the week on the Patreon. We'll put out our, our units like on our, our confidence levels. Um, Sunday night, we got a snoozer that I will 1000% be missing. Um, Seahawks with the backup quarterback of Geno Smith, although shout out Geno Smith, he balled out last weekend when he came in at the Steelers. Seahawks at Steelers on Sunday night. Steelers are five point favorites, and the over under is 42 and a half. Hate this spread, and I said it tonight. We bet on a college football game tonight. That's at five. I am taking the Seahawks plus five here. Back, this, scream, this screams back to our cover. I can't do it. I can't. Uh, I. Geno Smith, I know we showed out lat, at the end of last week, but Pittsburgh's defense is finally putting it all back together again. Uh, I, I think it's going to be hard for them to sustain a drive of run pass, run pass. I feel like the only reason Geno was able to get in the groove last weekend was because he got so many opportunities to just pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. And if he's running it and they have two successful run plays, but they got a pass on third down, I don't think he hits that target, especially against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of kind of what I'm feeling. I think Pittsburgh's finally gaining steam, and they, they got to beat the shit out of somebody, and I think it's coming. Yeah, this will honestly be a game I stay away from, to be honest with you. Like, this is – when I ranked my spreads, this was number nine for me. Um, yeah, I don't, so I don't love it at all, but it is a primetime game, so we're going to steer you guys because those are most fun to bet sometimes. Uh, we'll look, we'll yeah. look at tackle props now on TJ Watts tackle prop. Yeah, that'd be a big one. That would yeah. be that'd be solid. So Jarrett likes Pit or Jarrett likes Seattle. I like Pittsburgh. So Seattle plus five, want. Pittsburgh minus five. Yeah, do whatever you want. Um on that one, catch more, like I said, more analysis. Tackle props will probably be a big one for that game because we're nine and one on those on the year. Um on the Patreon. So Monday night football, a big matchup. You got the Bills in the prime time for the second weekend in a row. Bills at the Titans. Bills are minus five and a half, and the over under is 53 and a half. Again, another spread that I don't love, 
but it's hard not to take the Bills here. It is. I mean, or the over. It's screaming. It's screaming a game that just is not is not going to cover for the Bills just because it's like five and a half on the road, prime time. Yeah. The Titans aren't a bad team. They just have yet to show me that they can stop anything. And with how well the Bills played, everyone's going to be on the Bills. Yeah, Buffalo's four and one against the spread. Uh, Tennessee is. Three and two, so they're not terrible. Everyone is going to be on the Bills. This is going to be one where I'm going to have to wait and pull out my my whole rigmarole that I did on Monday night. And by the way, guys, we did this last night on the Colts-Ravens game. 93% of the money in Vegas was on Ravens, minus seven. So Travis and I took Colts plus seven, and it fucking cashed. By goddamn point, but it cashed. They were probably like, man, we got to make some of our money back uh, that we lost on the weekend. Vegas was. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like I would feel – so dumb if I bet on the Titans and they just get steamrolled. Yeah, which, is, which is almost why I'm saying like this this five and a half spread is strange. I don't like the five and a half. I don't like anything. And I told Travis before time and time again, I feel comfortable betting stuff for anything four and a half, five, five and a half is I'm just like, feel like that's like, that's more of a toss up than a, than a two or three point spread. You know, you know what it is too. And I'm going to go on a different game. I'm going to say this game uh, this weekend, which I was going to make my lock it, but I'm not because I feel like it's a trap game. It's the Cowboys at Patriots, and the Cowboys are only four-point favorites. Yep. Why? On the road in New England. I don't care why. The Cowboys should be seven-point favorites. Yep. I don't know, man. Especially after what the Patriots did did in Houston last weekend. On this Monday night game, though, if I'm if you're forcing me right now to make a pick, I'll have to do more analysis later because we don't put out our Monday picks on the Patreon until Monday morning. A lot can change. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna if I'm leaning this side right here, I'm gonna say the over a 53 and a half. I like that. Even against the Bills. I mean the that Chiefs game the other night was 58 points. Um, the Titans can't stop a damn thing, so I can see the Chiefs or the Bills putting up. 30, 40 points, and I can see the Titans putting up, you know, mid to high 20s. So, yeah, this would be a game, though, with a bad defense that I might take a, a prop or receiving prop on the Bills side on. Maybe like an Emmanuel Sanders or uh, or something. Yeah. So, I'm going to lean the over for now. Travis is going to abstain. It's just we, we want to talk about him, and we'll obviously put out more firm picks. Because, like we said, that's six days from now when we when we record. A lot can change between now and then. I want to look at like where the public money's heading because that's a big that's a big stat that I've been focused on a lot. And when I put out our write ups on Patreon, I kind of include that data because I feel like you always want to go against where the public's going, especially if when it's if it's big. really heavy. Yeah, yeah. If it's like a anything under like seventy percent, it's kind of like meh. Yeah. If it's over seventy percent, you're like it's kind of tough because. Vegas doesn't like to lose big. Obviously, you're not gonna, you're not going to catch that on some games, but yeah, like like that. Yeah, like I said last night, Ravens ninety three percent of the money was on them. I'm like Travis, we have to take the. Course. They're not going to lose a game. Yeah, ninety three percent of their bets, they're not going to lose that. No. So, all right. So that's the primetime games. All the games you guys can watch on nationally nationally televised televisions. <laughs> um, there you uh, go. We'll, We'll roll in. We'll wrap up this thing. Uh, not too quick, but want to give you our lock, our upset, and a few college picks. 
because uh, both my lock and my upset are both NFL games. You guys already heard my upset. It's the Chargers at the Ravens, money line, plus 130. I think they get it done. The Ravens have been starting too slow this year, and they're not going to start like slow like they did uh, last week or oh, against the Colts, against the Chargers. So Travis got the wrong paper. Um, but, yeah, that's my upset of the week is going to be the Chargers plus 130 at the Ravens money line. I also like them plus three, obviously, too. So uh, definitely check that out. Like I said, Ravens just been starting too slow. And uh, if you get down to the Chargers, like the Ravens got down to the Colts on Monday Night Football this past week, it ain't going to be pretty. So that's going to be my, my upset. Waiting on Travis to come back, trying to kind of buy in some time here, um, which I'll roll into my lock then as well. While waiting on Travis, so upset Chargers plus one thirty. My lock, Cyrus. We were talking about the spread um, with Cyrus. You, I think I said it was my lock. Then I like Kansas City minus seven. Might want to buy them down to minus six and a half just to be safe. Uh, but I do like Kansas City minus seven, minus six and a half, wherever you want to feel comfortable getting it at against Washington. I think they come back and have a big week after this big letdown game against the Bills. Uh, so that's, that's your my, lock. It's my lock is Kansas city. Yep. Oh boy. Yep. I do like it a lot. You took too long. I, I was fucking rambling here for a second. So I Dude, gave my, I lost my paper. I gave my upset. Uh, it's chargers plus plus one thirty against the Ravens. And then my lock is Kansas city minus seven, minus six and a half. If you want to buy it down to six and a half, you can against Washington. So I'll let you give your lock an upset and then we'll roll into a couple college picks. My lock and my upset are both college picks. There you go. Your locks. Well, you, we know your locks. Texas A and M minus eight and a half. Yes, that is my lock. Um, Against Missouri, by the way. So actually, no, I do like that a lot. I'm not going to make that my lock though, just because we talked about that so much. I'll like, say, yeah, Texas A and M. Well, if it's your Travis, you're giving out your lock because you're sure about that pick. Like, if it's your lock, just make it your lock. Like, don't fucking force a lock. No, nope. like, you can you can give out a couple other picks, Travis. We're gonna go. We're gonna give out a few other college picks. Fine. So you have the same – I mean, just keep it there. Write it. (laughs) Write it. Don't fucking force something. Quit doing that shit. I'm not forcing it. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, we already talked about it. Cyrus Cyrus said it, so I got to do something different. No, if if that's your lock, that's your lock, homie. But I have a a couple of the picks I really like. I'll roll into my next one. Your lock? No. What is your upset? Give us your upset first. I have to control the show. You're making it go off the rails. Here. Hey, I like to go off the rails sometimes. Uh, my upset of the week is a late game on Saturday. And it is UCLA money line. Love that pick. That's on my card too. UCLA on the road against Washington is two and three, one and four against the spread. Uh, I, yes, it's only plus one hundred five right now, even money, but still, that's value out the ass. Uh, UCLA coming off a big win. Against Arizona, I know Arizona blows, but their only losses are to Fresno, which me and Jarrett both are are on that wagon, and Arizona State, who is now currently ranked. Washington, on the other hand, coming off of a loss to Oregon State, um, they're not that they're not very good. So I'm going UCLA all day long here. Love that pick. UCLA is on my card as well. That'll be on the Patreon. I like that pick. Money line and spread there. Um, so big time upset. Your locks A and M minus eight and a half. I got A and M is also on my. I have three uh, three college picks. I was going to give you guys tonight. Um, in addition to what we normally because we give out like we give out like fifteen picks on Saturday on the Patreon. 
but A&M was also on my card at minus eight and a half. Travis, you said you had another one you really liked. What's another college game you like a lot? Another game, college game I like a lot is Rutgers. Uh, minus two at Northwestern. So if you haven't been following college football a whole lot, you'd know that Northwestern is not the team that they once were uh, for the last few years. Their defense has significantly gone downhill. They're allowing 27 points a game, and their offense really isn't that good, uh, scoring 22. Rutgers flip-flops those numbers. They score 27, allow 22. Uh, I I was able to watch them last weekend when they played Michigan State, and they kind of gave them a run for their money a little bit. Their quarterback, uh, Noah Vidral, I believe is his name, how you say that, Uh, he's a a runner. He can run a lot. I think he's going to give this Northwestern team problems, who lost 234 rushing yards per game. So. I'm going to go Rutgers minus two here. Don't hate that. Again, though, slim road favorite, slim slim road favorite. It is, but it's a team who has been decent versus a team who has just been dog shit all year. True, true. Um, another college game I like is a late – I think it's a later game. I'm not really sure when it is. I didn't write the times. Uh, it's Texas Tech at Kansas. Texas Tech's minus 16 and a half. That's who I'm taking. Simple, simple, simple stat here. Kansas is 0-5 against the spread. They're fucking terrible. Texas Tech's going to roll them. All right. You heard it there. I got two more. Uh, one of mine is Eastern Michigan. Hate this pick. Home. I liked it. I liked it initially, and then I looked at it more, and I don't like it anymore. Why? Uh, give me – you tell me why, and I'll tell you I'll tell you why I don't like it. I looked at it some more, and I can't, I can't remember why. Because what so I do is I, on Monday night – before I go to bed, I look at everything for the for the next week because if the week's over, I gotta look. I gotta have something to look to look forward to. Yeah, I I do too, and I, I just could not pick this Eastern Michigan. They are they are home underdogs, a four and two team that is home underdogs. Uh, so that is one of the reasons I already like it. Then you look at Ball State. Uh, they started out the season very very poorly. They yeah, but they played one- Penn State, Wyoming, and Toledo. So Wyoming and Toledo. And Toledo Toledo took Notre Dame to the brink. Toledo's a good team. I don't think so. I don't think they're that great. And then you look uh, at Eastern I, Eastern Michigan's coming off a 13 to 12 win over Miami, Ohio. Yeah, but that's fine. Ball State is averaging 319 yards on offense. They're allowing 401. That something doesn't add up there to me. I don't like it. Uh, I'm going to take the home team here. I'm not giving you guys my best picks on this podcast. You have to pay for my best picks. So I'm giving you picks that I'm leaning and I like, but I'm not going to give you my best ones. Yeah, I, I looked at that first. 73% of the money right now is on Ball State minus one and a half, too. So. There you go. See? What do we say? Follow, follow, follow the opposite of, of where big money's at over home, 70%. Home team, very, very, very slim. I had that on my because like I had the, I go through all the whole schedule. I'm like, what do I like? What don't I like? I put down my notepad and then I trim it down. That was on there this morning. It got trimmed down this this evening. You may have swayed me to take it, and if it loses, I'm gonna punch you in the face because you've really fucking swayed me in some bad college bets over the last couple of weeks. I um, don't hear it. <laughs> uh, I have one more LSU plus ten at Florida. Hate it. Nah, Coach O was getting fired after this year. I don't care. 
<laughs> I, no, I, I don't hate it. I just hate LSU. I think they're severely overhyped every year. They are, but 10 points is a lot in a rivalry game that happens every single year. What kind of game is it? A rivalry game. <laughs> rivalry game. <laughs> yeah. That's what I hear you say it. Rivalry uh, game. Rivalry usually game. fuck it up. It's funny. Yeah, uh, I, usually, I usually say rivalry. I don't hate it that much. Mine, my next one is like one that I just keep wanting to take the opposite, but I'm going to take this way because I think it's going to fuck a lot of people up because that's how dumb the public is at betting. I'm taking Tennessee plus three at home against Ole Miss. Mm. I'm doing low, it. Low amount of units, I would do it, but I don't don't love that at all. Yeah, I, I told you, I'm not giving the favorite picks here. I'm giving one unit picks here outside of my lock. My Basically, outside of my lock, I'm giving one unit picks. Yeah. Uh, ten, dude, Tennessee, I mean, usually they're a team that comes in, they're overhyped, but they got Hendon Hooker, uh, transfer quarterback, and he has really been a game changer here for, for Tennessee. Like He really has. They're, they're averaging 474 yards a game. Their defense is solid. They allow 344. On the on the other hand, Ole Miss scores a lot, but they let up a ton. I think it's going to come down. It's going to be Ole Miss is kind of like the Chiefs this year. Like it's going to count come down to whoever can make that last stop of the game. I think it's going to be Tennessee at home plus three. Uh, I don't know. Something's just telling me that I like it. Number thirteen team in the country go on the road and get upset. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't, Plus three, they don't. You always, tell, you always tell me I'm too favorite heavy, uh, so you I like are. This. You are too favorite heavy. Uh, no, I, I I don't hate that at all. Um, I just took two underdogs in a row at home. Home who's your dogs. Who's your? Oh yeah, yeah. EMU. Michigan. Yeah. No, I mean I don't I don't mind the I don't I don't mind the pick. And again, plus three, they don't have to win. They could lose by two or one or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, Ole Miss just won by one this past weekend. So. At I mean, home to Arkansas, yeah. It, it could uh, happen. I mean, I don't know. Some's telling me someone's telling me that uh, a big game like that coming off a high. Okay. Like well, it. there it is. We gave you a lot this week picks-wise. Some fantasy football starts sit. Some Chiefs talk. We'll have to reassess this after three weeks and see if if Cyrus's panic meter was it's definitely accurate or not. If they go three and zero, I don't. I don't think it was too low. But that's easy to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. With that being said, we'll wrap this thing up. It's going a little long. I got some editing to do because we had a lot of fucking technical issues tonight. Uh, episode one thirty seven. Subscribe wherever you listen. Check out the Patreon. The full card. And now we got hockey starting up. We got basketball starting up. Probably won't start putting out a lot of plays on that until we start getting some more data. Probably around this time next week. Which when you start to see some hockey plays in the following probably basketball plays, but kind of have all this stuff coming up now that baseball's ending. So have fun, subscribe to the Patreon, and take it easy. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 